Welcome to Chronicles and Coffee, a show dedicated to scavenging the book and writing industry. I'm Olivia Brooks, your host, doubling as a tour guide as we navigate books, writing advice, content creation, and the depths of reading through casual conversation between both you and I, as well as with others in the industry, as I speak with them on their experiences and chronicles. So grab a cup of coffee or tea if you prefer. There is so much to unpack and so many voices to be heard. Welcome back to Chronicles and Coffee. I am your host, Olivia Brooks, but you can call me Livy because if you're listening, we are automatically friends. Today, I wanted to unpack character archetypes and how you can understand story like a writer or just a better reader with these 12 types. I am a huge fan of character archetypes. I like to share them with my friends and we talk about them within stories, books, films, shows. We divvy out what character belongs to which type and they mean so much more than just the topical character in a story. Once I understood the 12 character archetypes, my mind when it comes to structure and deeper diving in a story completely expanded and changed just as it did with story structure. Archetypes can range from characters in a story to brands and where their persona exists amongst the rest. Speaking that an archetype is just an example of certain people or things, and more so a recurrent ideology or symbol, they are a commonality that a story needs in order to be timeless. There are many ways to break down archetypes into subcategories and then further into each of 12 individual names, but I like to think that no archetype can be categorized with another. So that is what today's episode is going to be all about. We are going to start up some interviews soon, which I am super excited for, so I hope you will stick around for those, and let's get into it. Here is a quick list of the 12 types, and then I'll I'll dig deeper into each. The caregiver, creator, explorer, hero, innocent, jester, lover, magician, orphan, rebel, ruler, and sage. Now, these are the 12 that I have researched and found over time to be the most common. There are other names and categories I have seen produced to the archetype list, But these 12 resonate the most and are the most commonly patterned within all the resources I have found. And disclaimer, just like I did on my last episode, this is completely from my own research and perception. So take what you want, leave what you want. We're just here for a good casual conversation. And as always, if you have anything you want to add or comment on, head over to my website at chroniclesandcoffee.com, submit a forum post or an inquiry. I am quick to respond and let's get on with it. So why do these archetypes matter? Having these elements of characters in a story works to circulate and balance the plot and structure. There are definitely stories that do not have all of these. A majority do not. But I have found over time that as I analyze these types and apply it to stories and films that I watch and read, when I work the characters in my mind like a puzzle, each of them are essential to the story and taking them out creates holes. Also, as a writer, it is like a game of Clue on the more fun side, always deciding as the story draws from Act 1 to 2 to 3 on what character may be considered what. In rather psychological terms, archetypes are essential for self-realization. 
These common types help readers and authors gain relatability to a story, making it more engaging and familiar subconsciously. The origin of archetypes is credible to Carl Jung, who believed all of these 12 are within our own psyche, further connecting to that source of familiarity and nostalgia in a story. And on another note, the number 12 is a symbol of completeness, the only explanation I needed as to why 12. And it is also important to remember that this is not a limiting contribution to story, as there are hundreds of personality attributes, these 12 are just the general overlap. And according to Jung, a halo above all types is a shadow, or more so, a subconscious of the dark ego. This shadow can be recognized if one has a good grasp on themselves and be turned to the positive pull of these traits. All to say that this psychological aspect that consuming story is all that more meaningful as it helps you learn about yourself within the characters you meet. I'll give you just a quick one character example for each to give you an insight of the 12 types. Again, I am keeping these rather general for any type of listener, including myself, because it is just timeless characters to give you that awe moment of, oh, this does make sense. So let me go through this list and then I will talk more. The caregiver, Mary Poppins. Creator, Willy Wonka. Explorer and rebel, Indiana Jones. Hero, Batman. Innocent, Hermione Granger. Jester and Joker, Donkey. Lover, Edward Cullen. Magician, Dumbledore. Orphan, Harry Potter. Ruler, Peter Pan and Darth Vader, difference between benevolent and non-benevolent, and the sage is Professor McGonagall. These are very broad examples, but they do the job. Without me having to explain or even fully knowing the definition of each archetype, I can automatically understand the type as it pertains to each example given. If you want thorough explanations of these types, I'll leave some links that I found the easiest, most approachable way to learn. But other than that, here's a run through of each of them now that you have the name and a quick example of each. To start off, the caregiver has traits of generosity and protection, also in psychology known as the mother. The creator is the visionary, the artist, the explorer, or and the rebel is classified with the stage between childhood and becoming the hero. The hero is courage and motivation based, the inner teacher to fight your battles. The innocent can sometimes be blind and dependent from the jump, but this does not count them out. They may be shy, but they are precious companions. The jester is the joy and laughter, the portrayal to not take anything too ser serious. The lover can show a sense of disconnectedness on the contrary of their name. They prove self-love and knowledge of the inner self is above all else. Of the inner self is above all else. The magician is also creative as well as the creator, but the magician is more of a gateway to that creativity. They have close connections with the creator who can be a king character in stories, but magicians give more internal power and transformation and character development. The orphan is usually always likable. They just want to fit in and find purpose in life and enjoy it. The ruler can be seen as the central archetype, the dominant species or character. No matter who they are, the radiance of energy they provoke is at an authoritative status. 
And finally, the sage, who brings clarity and is a visionary, but only with people usually, who deem themselves worthy or wanting of matching the sage's level. So that was a very quick rundown of each. Um, again, I will keep those links below if you want to read more in depth. I really enjoy the systematic yet limitless approach that character archetypes apply to story. It gives a sense of belonging to characters as well as to the viewer reader, all the flat, round, and dynamic ones. Side characters could seem flat, but that does not necessarily mean they are useless, it just means they are less important than, say, the protagonist or antagonist, whether that means plot or theme-wise. But given these 12 types, it gives that sense of importance to all the characters issued. So, like I said before, I like to pinpoint these archetypes when I'm reading, watching, analyzing any sort of story. It is a rather subconscious attribute to consuming new story now for me. When doing my own writing, I definitely do not focus on making sure to include these types right off the bat. Rather, I go back in after writing, and if I can pinpoint out a handful of them, that is how I know I have incorporated well-rounded amounts of character. I also find that having these distinctions makes it easier to subjectify personality, which is a good and bad thing. The good part of this is that it helps the dialogue become more distinct and easier to differentiate that character um, that is speaking compared to another to almost hear their voice through the words. But just because Indiana Jones is labeled as the explorer or rebel should not take away from the fact that he has caregiver qualities and capabilities to be a ruler. His realistic addition of being deathly terrified of snakes forms that flaw within the explorer trait as it can be seen that an explorer should be fearless. But that's the point is we have these archetypes, but then we give them these flaws to make them more humanized. So we take these basic archetypes and expand them based on story, which is why at the core, most stories have these timeless effects of characters, but then from there, they're all created in their own unique way. Another note to take is that all of these character archetypes have negative sides and traits as well just as reality presents. And don't take these archetypes too seriously or rigidly. They are a great guide and make literature more of a puzzle to solve for creatives, but when applying it to our own writing, do not limit your characters to a little box. I definitely have not known about character archetypes for a long time. When I started to read up on them, I cannot even remember where I originally saw this whole idea. It completely transformed the way I view story when you learn deeper into the fact of it and how it is a psychological timeless effect on story. It really creates a sense of purpose to every story, no matter what, whether it be that annoying little girl that cries at the circus in a movie or that really funny guy who's at the family dinner in a book. Overall, character archetypes are just super interesting and intriguing. They engage the audience without the audience even realizing. If you talk about one character versus another and then associate one character from one story to another, now you may think of this because of the similar archetype. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let me know. Um, you can head over to my website like I said before. I will leave my other socials down below for you to easily get to and I hope to talk to you and stay tuned for more episodes and I will see you soon.